This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. Today, we are going to talk about one of my favorite topics, money mindset. There is so much to dive into when it comes to money mindset. And I wish I had started working on my money mindset and understanding more about the energetics of attracting in abundance and its many forms earlier on. And for me, understanding energy, frequency, what attracts what was the biggest game changer for my business and really in all aspects of my life and relationships. When you understand that everything is energy and then you start to understand how energy works, you're going to see how your whole life opens up. And the thing about money mindset in particular is a lot of people think that it's just about money and it's not. And I think you're going to see that by the end of today's show. So today we're going to talk about five of the most common ways I see people energetically blocking money. I'm not going to lie. When I first sat down to write down my list, I wrote down probably like 23, but don't worry. Got it down to five, five main ones. So if you're manifesting money, trying to call in more. If you are working on your money mindset, take some notes because this is for you. And I see these all the time with my clients. And if you are looking to master manifestation, increase your intuitive abilities, rewire your brain, and really dive into all things spirituality, make sure you check out the Channel Collective. It is my monthly membership. We have an incredible community there and that membership is jam-packed. I've had so many members tell me that they have bought courses for thousands of dollars that have less in there than you get for this monthly membership. Every month we have Q&A calls so you can ask me any questions you might have for coaching. We have really fun manifestation calls. They are really, really activating. And we have a monthly high 70 energy healing sessions. It's a super high frequency container and really designed to raise your frequency really powerfully. So you'll notice a lot of amazing shifts in your life. If you are really looking to step into your highest potential, align with your soul purpose, attract in abundance, and open up your gifts. Plus, you get access to pre-released podcast episodes without any advertisements and the whole video library with hundreds of hours of video trainings about everything you need to know to raise your frequency, trainings on manifestation, intuition, brain rewiring, a ton of exclusive downloads, things I don't share anywhere else. That is where I am the most unfiltered because unfortunately a lot of stuff gets blocked on other platforms. And also in the membership, there is Ascension School. Ascension School is a library of trans-channeled messages from different Ascended Masters so you can learn from them yourself. And that's an ever-growing library, so I'm always adding in new content. Check that out at christinathechannel.com slash membership. On that page, you can also check out our free private forum. 
It's a great way to connect with other people in the community. Would love to see you there. If you're looking for a safe space to get to know like-minded people, check out that free private forum. That's all at christinathechannel.com slash membership. And I just want to let you know if you haven't already checked out my free manifestation meditation, that is on my website as well, christinathechannel.com. If you go to the free guides section, there are a ton of different freebies to pick from, but I'm super excited about this manifestation meditation. It's something that I recommend doing every single morning if you can, first thing. It's about 15 minutes, and if you do this every day, it's going to be so powerful for raising your frequency and really attracting in things that you want. So you'll notice a big difference with that consistency. And so many people have been telling me that they've loved that. So I just wanted to put that out there. If you haven't already downloaded it, it's a totally free meditation, daily manifestation meditation that is on my website, christinathechannel.com. Just go to the free guides section and you'll find the download there. If there is one accessory everyone needs, it is at least one, if not two or more pairs of blue blocks. Not only are they an accessory, but they are one of the most important health tools in my toolkit and one of the most important things for me to be able to be as productive as I am, keep my brain working as well as possible, and keep my energy levels high. I would be lying if I said we are not sleep divas in this house. We take our sleep very seriously. And if you do too, then you need a pair of blue blocks in your life. I had tried so many different blue blockers over the years, and they were all those orange lenses, and I wasn't getting the full benefit. The Sleep Plus Red Lens from Blue Blocks is the only true 100% blue and green light blocking lens for after sunset use. With those orange glasses, you're not blocking the full range of blue and green light that you want to to optimize your circadian rhythm and fully support your sleep. I have noticed a huge difference since switching to the Sleep Plus Red Lens. It helps to improve your sleep, reduce anxiety, relax you overall, and you'll notice a huge difference the next day with your energy levels, your productivity, and over time, your hormonal balance. And then during the day, I use the Blue Light Clear Lens. I work in natural lighting, so that's a great fit for me, but they also have their Summer Glow Yellow Lens for daytime use, which is a mixture of blue light blocking and color therapy, which is great for people who work under more artificial lighting, and or if you struggle with seasonal depression or anxiety. But as somebody who works on screens all day, if I'm not wearing these, I get really bad digital eye strain and I'll get a really bad headache by the end of the day. So if you deal with digital eye strain, migraines, headaches, these will be a game changer for you. And if you sleep in a light room or have a partner who wakes up early, turns on the lights, the Remedy sleep mask will change your life. I've tried so many different sleep masks and never really liked any of them. The Remedy sleep mask is amazing. It cups your eyes so no light gets through and it's way more comfortable. And I see a huge difference in my REM and deep sleep cycles. I get so many compliments on my blue blocks. I have the crystal frames, the Parker frames, and the Hudson frames. They have about 20 different frames to pick from, so there's definitely an option for you. You can also send in your own frames, and they have a custom-made prescription service available as well. And for every pair of blue blocks they sell, they donate a pair of reading glasses to Restoring Vision, who gifts some reading glasses to someone in need. If you're ready to get your hands on a pair of blue blocks or gift them to someone who needs them, they will change your life. Just head to blueblocks.com, that's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and use my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A for 15% off. Again, that's blueblocks.com, 
B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and my code Christina will get you 15% off. All right, let's dive into the juicy stuff. Five common blocks to receiving money. And it's really important to understand these blocks because the key with manifestation is raising your frequency. And I think of raising your frequency overall as the real root cause work where it's just naturally easier for you to manifest in general. And the biggest part of raising your frequency is actually about what you let go of, what you release, because you're naturally a very high frequency being. You are a being of love and abundance. And it's to start to realize where have I forgotten that? How have I forgotten that? What limiting beliefs might I have unknowingly taken on that might be blocking me from being a vibrational match for that manifestation of abundance? Abundance can come to us in many different ways, which is why when we're looking at how might we be blocking in money, how do we attract it in? We don't want to just look at money itself, but everything that is connected to abundance and our relationship with all of those different things. And you'll see how this plays out with with some of these points. So the first common block that I see to people receiving money, attracting in more money, is that they're not open to support in their lives. One way that source, the universe, God supports us is by sending money. Money can help to support us because we use money to pay for things that make life more comfortable, like shelter and food and many other things, obviously. So receiving money is very aligned with the energy of receiving support. The first thing to pay attention to is where in your life do you block support? Where are you not open to support? Where do you push it away? Where do you not trust other people to support you? So some common ways I see this playing out for people is when they aren't willing to work with a coach. So either not willing to invest in that, not willing to actually take the advice or recommendations. They don't really want to hear it. They're not open to that. Or maybe they have a great network, but they don't want to ask anybody for help or opinions. Maybe they don't want to talk to their friends about things that are going on. They don't really feel like it's safe to open up and ask for any type of emotional support. These are the people that like to do everything the hard way. They feel like I can do this myself. And yeah, you can do things yourself, but That doesn't mean that there aren't easier ways. If support is available, why not ask for some support, you know? But where a lot of this comes from is trust issues, where people have learned that they can't trust people in their lives who are meant to support them. So this is often parents. A lot of this is very father wound, not trusting masculine energy in general, masculine energy, being supportive, providing structure holding space. So if you don't trust that energy, it's really common for people to kind of take that on as their own and then really get into their own masculine energy and feel like I'm going to support myself. And that way I'm safe because I don't trust support from anyone else. So if you've been let down before, and that could be, I mean, really either parent common with masculine energy, but we all have both masculine and feminine energies. 
So it's really anywhere where support is showing up for you. Maybe you had friends growing up who really hurt you. You opened up to people and you felt like they weren't really there for you. They didn't care or maybe they hurt you in the process. Maybe someone in your life used something against you when you opened up or asked for support. Maybe there is a lot of language like, well, I did this for you, so you owe me this. Where did you learn that support had strings? And where did you learn that you might be rejected if you ask for support? Where did you learn that you're weak if you ask for support? These are all limiting beliefs that often pop up for people who are just not energetically open to support. This is something that when I'm working with a client, I can just tell, are they open? Or are they very stuck in, I need to do this myself? Another way that not being open to support can show up is when people are afraid to offer their services or offer their products. If you are afraid to market, you're afraid to sell, that's another way that you're not open to being supported. Because people who invest in you, those investments do help to support you so that you can continue what you're doing. Even being afraid to ask for people to like a post, leave a comment leave a rating and a review on iTunes. Where do you feel like, oh, I don't want to ask people that. No, that's too much. I'm afraid to market that. That's also where you're not open to being supported. It's interesting because, so when I'm doing energy healing, one of the ways they show me, it's kind of like my signal from the guides. When I'm looking at an energy body and the root chakra, there'll be different channels for wealth and support security and when that support channel, so to speak, is blocked, it's almost like, I mean, it's like an iron door and almost like that person is like hiding, hiding in the cave. And I can't let anybody in because what if they hurt me? What if it falls apart? But also underneath that pretty often is not trusting yourself. Usually when people don't trust other people, there is a piece of them that doesn't trust themselves. It's often a projection of not trusting themselves or maybe they don't they don't trust their own judgment. So it's safer just to block themselves off to other people. So where you don't trust people, where you're not open to support in many different ways is where you can be blocking the supportive energy of abundance money being that physical manifestation of abundance. And so if you are in this energy of, I need to do everything myself, I need to hustle and grind to get there, I don't want to be vulnerable, I don't want to ask somebody for help or support or advice, well, now you're pushing out support and you can also be pushing out money. So that's one of the first common blocks to receiving money that I see. And you want to be really, really honest with yourself. Am I actually open to support? Because I will tell you that There are a lot of people who say they are who aren't really. And this has been something that for sure I have worked on a lot. For me, that showed up in romantic relationships and not wanting to ask my partner to be emotionally supportive of me in a relationship. That's something I I dealt with for a long time. In my business, I went through a phase at the beginning where I, I didn't want to be too salesy. I didn't want to outsource because I felt like this is my business. I don't want to burden someone else. And then I got to the point where I was like, oh, I don't I don't want to hire someone because they won't be able to do it the way I do it, which I feel like the people I hire do a better job than me. Anyway, so <laughs> it's better all around. And I also felt like from growing up, I felt like receiving money from people was a way that people were trying to buy my affection. I saw that a lot growing up. So I became very resistant to support. I became very resistant to support from money. And I felt like it was more 
honorable, I guess you could say, if I hustled as hard as I could and I didn't accept help from anyone. And that blocked me from working with, you know, a number of different coaches or mentors for a bit at the beginning when I should have, because I was just feeling like, no, I need to do it by myself, work really hard. I think that whole story is very glamorized. It's kind of glamorized to not ask for help from anyone, to not ask for support. But asking for support doesn't mean that you're not doing anything, right? There's a difference between asking for support and being dependent. Those are two different things. You can have both. You can be a badass who does things for themselves and be independent. And you can also ask for support when you want it. Even if you don't feel like you need it, doesn't mean that you can't want it. So anyway, those are just a few examples of ways that I blocked support for a while and seeing where I was not open to support from other people in my life and the stories I had around being supported allowed me to make a lot of really expansive energetic shifts to become more open to receiving money. And I I really saw a huge difference there. So think about where you're not open to support, where you don't trust people and exploring that can help you open up the receiving of money quite a bit. Let's move to number two, which is being in not enough energy. So where are you in the energy saying or thinking, I don't have enough. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough friends. I don't have enough love. Being in that energy of I don't have enough anywhere. This is lack. This is the energy of lack. This is scarcity mindset. And if you want to attract in money, you want to be in alignment with abundance, that energy, holding that frequency and everywhere that you are rooted in, scarcity is not where you're in abundance. And when I bring this up to a lot of people at first, they're like, I don't, I don't get how that's connected. But yes, it is true that you feeling like no one's ever going to love me. I don't have enough friends. I don't have enough of a social life. I never have enough time that you're never going to have enough of anything. Think about anywhere in your life. Do you say that or think that you don't have enough? And be really honest with yourself. That is some some lack mindset. And so that's some energy that's worth going into and shifting and transmuting. Because as long as you're in the energy of I don't have enough, that's what your attention, whether or not that's conscious, is focused on. And you're not going to attract in the energy of more. This is one of the reasons why for many people really opening up, adding to their social life, starting to build or cultivate stronger relationships, friendships, being in relationships with people that are really true vibrational matches for them, having really fulfilling relationships, friendships, romantic partnerships, adding more to those areas of their lives can actually help them to attract in more money, changing your relationship with time. So if we wake up every day and we think, first thing, I don't have enough time. That's one that always kicked me in the ass because I had gotten into such a habit of thinking, I don't have enough time. And I grew up around, I mean, my mother, she always says that. She is like, <laughs> so she is so much in that energy of, I don't have enough time. She's very frantic. She does a lot of things. So I learned that and I started to see the world that way. And everywhere where I was thinking, I don't have enough time to do X, Y, Z is where I was in alignment with the energy of lack, scarcity, there isn't enough. That's not abundance. Abundance mindset is I have more than enough time. I have so many amazing friends and more than enough opportunities for more amazing friendships. 
and so many opportunities for love. And look at everything I do have. I have more than enough. I have so much. And everywhere we, where we are in that energy of abundance and I have so much, I have more. And now we attract in more. So if you're that person who feels like, oh my gosh, I'm in this relationship and I don't think this is the right person and I'm scared to let go of them because what if I never meet another person? That That's some scarcity mindset. I'm going to tell you right now. And this is where if we just take a step back for a second and actually think a little bit more objectively, there are so many things that that we say we don't have enough of, or even if we don't say it, we're thinking it subconsciously or maybe consciously. We think that we don't have enough, but really we do. The second that you tell yourself there aren't more opportunities, that there aren't always more ways to make money, that there aren't always more ways to make better use of your time and actually create more time in your day, that there aren't always more opportunities to meet amazing friends or connect with someone who could be a love of your life. Anywhere where we are telling ourselves that is not true. There are always more opportunities to make money. There are so many different opportunities. If you just expand your mindset and drop your ego a little bit, (laughs) there are so many people out there in the world to connect with. There are so many ways to create more time in a day. I love talking about expanding time. This is something that I get asked about all the time. And I've done some podcasts about making more time in a day. I played with this so much. There are some days where you feel like, holy shit, my day just lasted an hour. What happened? And then there are days where you feel like, oh my God, it's only noon. I did so much. So what's the difference there? We can we can expand time. You can expand time, but start to notice where you are in that energy of there's not enough. And that could be anywhere in your life. And that's the place to look and start to shift that, shift that belief to there are always so many more opportunities for me to get X, Y, Z. Also, if you're serious about brain rewiring, by the way, I cover this a lot in OBS Biz School, obviously in the brain rewiring certification, but the Channel Collective is a great place to get started and dive in. When it comes to supplementation, quality is everything. And even when you're eating a whole foods, nutrient-dense diet, it's not uncommon to still have some deficiencies just because of the quality of our soil. Most supplement companies have a number of unnecessary ingredients and fillers. And this is why I love Paleo Valley because all of their products are gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, dairy-free, non-GMO, and made from only organic whole foods. And two of my favorites, which are total staples for most people, are their Essential C Complex and their Turmeric Complex. If you're looking for the best vitamin C out there, check out Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex. It contains three of the most concentrated natural sources of vitamin C out there, Amla Berry, Camu Camu Berry, and Unripe Acerola Cherry. Every serving gives you 750% your RDI of vitamin C, and it contains the full spectrum of the vitamin with absolutely no synthetic vitamin C in most Vitamin C supplements out there are derived from GMO corn and only contain one fraction of the vitamin. Most of them are just ascorbic acid. This is something I take every day. It is great for boosting the immune system, which I think everybody's interested in right now. It has been shown to help reduce fatigue, naturally boost energy, 
It's also been helped to regulate your stress hormone cortisol. It helps with skin. And if you have weight struggles, vitamin C has also been shown to help combat weight gain. And if you're on a detox protocol, you probably are looking for some type of high quality vitamin C. This has been a game changer for me. And then when it comes to their turmeric complex, this is another one of my favorites. I think everybody should have their turmeric complex on hand. This is amazing for fighting inflammation, supporting healthy joints, supporting brain health, supporting immune health, supporting cardiovascular health, and protecting against DNA damage. I don't have autoimmune flare-ups often anymore, but I have this on hand if that comes up, but I also love this if I get any period cramps. And even if my skin happens to break out, I'll take turmeric and I feel like internally it really helps my skin calm down. I don't know if other people have that experience as well. The thing to know is that most turmeric supplements only contain one specific compound found in turmeric root, curcumin. And turmeric in whole food form has been found to be more powerful than isolated curcumin while also containing nearly 300 other beneficial components. And that's why I love Paleo Valley's turmeric complex because they use only organic whole food turmeric. If you want to try out either of these products or any of their other products like their grass-fed organ complex, their beef sticks, their apple cider vinegar complex, they have so much good stuff, then head to paleovalley.com to check it out. And you can use my code Christina for 15% off. Again, that's paleovalley.com, P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com and my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A will get you 15% off. All right, let's move to number three. Another common way people block themselves from receiving money is that they don't believe they'll receive money. It's not a part of their identity to receive money. So identity is a funny thing. Identity can always shift. Personality can always shift. It's all rooted in choice. It's all rooted in subconscious beliefs. Who do you believe you are? For so many people, who they believe they are, what they believe they are capable of is a function of what people around them told them. And there is so much power in being an adult and realizing, wait, (laughs) I don't have to just take on the identity or limitations that anyone else put on me. If someone else wants to hold on to those stories or those beliefs, that's totally fine. That's their choice. But I get to evaluate as an adult what I believe to be true about what I'm capable of, what I can create, who I am. I'm going to evaluate all of those beliefs and decide which ones are serving me, which ones I like, and which ones I actually don't, and I want to shift. If your identity... (laughs) And most people don't consciously think like, yes, I identify as this person, but think about, think about how you show up and what you believe to be true about yourself and go deep. A lot of this is subconscious. If, if you identify as someone who has trouble making money, has trouble attracting in money, has to work really hard for money, who doesn't attract things in easily. If you identify with your socioeconomic status and subconsciously think you're stuck there, these can all be things that are affecting your ability to receive money. But the other thing, like the core thing is, do you believe you're worthy of money? The common root with this is self-worth, is doing that work around self-worth. Because if you don't believe that you're worthy of making more, if you don't believe that you are deserving of it, you're going to block it from coming in. And I will remind you that there is nothing you have to do to be worthy of or deserving of money. You are inherently worthy of and deserving of everything that you want. 
that is remembering who you really are. That is remembering that you are a high frequency being. You are magic. You are divine. You are worthy. And anything you believe to be conditional to your worthiness, that's a story that you can let go of. Those stories are a way of keeping us on that hamster wheel. We can make shifts really quickly. We can attract things in really quickly when we let go of believing that there are conditions to us being worthy of receiving things, that we have to do X, Y, Z to get what we want. Remember that your reality is constructed by your beliefs. You're going to see the world a completely different way and attract different things into your reality depending on your beliefs. This is the power of getting to the root of your limiting beliefs and start to explore who do I identify as. If you change your identity, you are going to attract in completely different things. If you identify as a money magnet, as someone who effortlessly attracts in money all the time, as someone with unlimited expansion, that identity is available to you. If you identify as that person, imagine how different your life will be. Imagine how differently you'll show up. Imagine what you'll attract in. But everywhere that you believe it's not possible for you is where you're blocking money. We like to say we're different. That works for that person, but not for me. No, you have access to energetic shifts, mindset shifts. You can shift your energy. You can shift your beliefs about yourself. And when you do, you are going to show up completely differently and attract different things to you. If you are vibrating at, I don't believe I'm worthy of money. Well, guess what the... (laughs) what the frequency matches for that. So start to become aware of those underlying beliefs you might have. Start to explore who do I really identify as deep down? And that's how you will start to notice the blocks. And once you do see those, you can shift them. Let's move to number four. So the fourth way that you might be blocking yourself from receiving money is that you are living in fear. You are making decisions out of fear. Again, if we want to attract in a physical manifestation of abundance, we want to be a vibrational match for that. We want to be feeling that I am abundant. I am abundant. I am abundance. And where we are in fear is not where we are in abundance. So start to think about the decisions you make every single day, especially around money. And where do you make decisions out of fear? And a common misconception when people talk about abundance mindset versus scarcity mindset is thinking that abundance mindset is just throwing your money at anything that comes your way and being irresponsible. If you want to think like someone who has a lot of money, people who have a lot of money and keep a lot of money, they're responsible with their finances. They are responsible with their money. They make wise investments. Somebody who attracts in money That doesn't necessarily mean that they say yes to investing in everything that comes their way, but if they choose not to invest in something that comes their way, invest in an opportunity, they are not thinking, I can't afford that. They're thinking, I'm simply choosing not to invest in that right now. It's not in alignment for me, and I think there's a better opportunity coming my way. Abundance of opportunities coming their way. They're set on finding the perfect fit for where to invest their money. Let's take the, the almond butter example. This is a classic example, all right? Let's say that you're at a grocery store and there are two options for almond butter. And the one almond butter is your favorite almond butter and it's more expensive. 
it's like $11.99. Next to it is this generic brand. And you've tried it before. You don't even like it, but it's $4.99. And maybe it has some weird vegetable oils in it or something and sugar. And the other one is raw. It's delicious. And you're thinking, I'm nervous about money. I'm nervous about what's going to happen. So I should just buy this other one, even though I, I don't like it. If it feels like a sacrifice to you, like if it feels like that and you're choosing to buy the cheaper one out of fear, okay, now we're living in fear. Now we're making decisions out of fear. But let's say you kind of think they both taste the same and you think that ingredient quality is similar and you don't really mind and you choose to buy the the cheaper one but not from a place of fear, this is a different situation. Intention changes everything. And so that's a simple example with money, but notice where this shows up in every area of your life. Like really start to audit. When I make my decisions, is it from a place of fear? Is it from a place of, I don't know if I'm gonna have enough. I'm worried about this. I'm afraid this isn't gonna work out. I mean, this is such a common one I see people talking about where they they wanna invest in something and they're like, well, but what if it doesn't work? If you're thinking that, that's that's about you, not the program. That's about you not trusting yourself and that's you holding yourself back from fear. And so many people hold themselves back from expanding and stepping into more opportunities to attract in money and really shifting their vibration because they're afraid. And if they're genuinely afraid it's not gonna work, that's about them not trusting themselves. But typically people say that when they are trying to look for a guarantee. Why are you trying to look for a guarantee? Does anything in life have a guarantee? Again, that's about you not trusting yourself. Or they're saying it because it's another way of holding themselves back from growing and expanding. Because guess what? Doing things that raise your frequency, that expand you, that step you into the new, the area you haven't been before, that's that's moving through fear. You don't make decisions out of fear because then you wouldn't get anywhere. And if you're trying to get somewhere that you haven't been before, it is in the new. Of course, it's going to feel a little uncomfortable and you can decide to stay where you're at because of it, but then you're choosing to stay stagnant or you move forward, you move through fear. You don't make the decision out of fear. I know for me, I check myself on this all the time and I say this all the time, but this is literally the question I make all my decisions by, which is, am I making this decision out of fear or love? Am I making this decision out of scarcity or abundance? And I use that to check myself because whenever I'm saying no to investing in something, I'm checking, is that because I really don't think it's the right fit or because I'm afraid to put the money down? If I'm making a decision out of fear, what do you think I'm going to attract in? I'm going to attract in a similar vibration. When I make decisions out of abundance, out of love, now I'm stepping into that energy and I'm going to attract in more of that energy. Maybe you're afraid to move. Maybe you've been living where you're at for a long time and you kind of hate it. You feel totally stuck and you have these dreams of moving to this other place and you feel like your whole life is going to open up there, but you just keep telling yourself, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. I'm afraid. What if I don't make any friends? What if it doesn't work out? But your heart keeps pulling you there. You keep daydreaming about it and you can't stop thinking about it. And you just feel like the energy there is going to be so expansive. But no, you just choose to stay at home because you're afraid of what's going to happen. But what if? Stepping into the energy of that new place that makes you feel so abundant is exactly what shifts your frequency so that you attract in more of that energy. The universe works in very interesting ways. An example of this for me was buying this house. Buying this house this year 
was something I wasn't planning on at all. I, I basically, I mean, I had no plans to buy a house (laughs) and within a month I had decided, okay, I guess I'll buy a house and then bought one. And this house was just dropped in my lap by the universe. Like everything was so divinely orchestrated. I couldn't deny it. Sign after sign after sign. And I just remember moving this whole process feeling like, is this going to work? I had not like really prepared to make that type of payment. I wasn't planning at all. I had just made a bunch of other really big investments. And I honestly was just thinking, how the hell is this going to work? And there was a point where I almost backed out because I was, I was scared. I was freaking out. I'm like, holy shit. Like this is a big investment I'm making and not just the initial, but everything that comes with it. I'm like, can I handle this? I can barely take care of myself. I mean, that's a lie, you know, (laughs) fun at that, but you know, that feeling it's like so many responsibilities, so many things to stay on top of a big investment. I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for, I have always pretty much just invested things back into my business and I'm not afraid to make big investments in my business because then I make more back. And I was kind of like, I don't know how the hell this is going to work, but we're just going to go for it. I realized that if I backed out, it would have just been because I was afraid because this house is everything I ever could have wanted and dreamed of. And it is wild how I got it. And I took the leap and I was supported and I had money come in in all kinds of random ass ways. But the thing is that moving into this house made me feel so abundant. Like my energy just shifted because I was suddenly in this bigger place with big open ceilings and white walls and endless storage. And I feel so abundant here. It totally shifted my energy and I showed up so differently. And then I saw that that reflect back in so much of what I was doing. So that's a personal example for me. And I have so many of those. I mean, I have so many of those with my health of making huge investments with money I did not have at the time. And it got me out of some really dark holes and allowed me to attract in money again in in random ways and also seeing my business grow because of these decisions I kept making. Everywhere where I could have been held back by my fear, I chose to instead move forward with love for myself and with that energy of abundance of like more opportunities are are always available for me. And the thing is when you're living in fear, it's to go deeper into the fear. And I'll always ask, well, what's what's the worst case scenario here? What am I really afraid of? And in the worst case scenario, what would I do? And I trust myself enough to know that I can get through difficult things and I can find more opportunities always. But what I'm getting at is just notice where anywhere in your life, where are you living in fear? Are you living in fear by dreaming of of finding the perfect partner but never going on a date? Are you making decisions out of fear by staying in a crumbling apartment when you could make a nicer apartment work, but you're just trying to penny pinch? I try and make decisions that make me feel abundant. And that doesn't mean I always buy the more expensive option. It just means I'm responsible with my money. And I will tell you, if I'm at Whole Foods, I will buy the 365 almond butter. But if I'm at Sprouts, I'm sure as hell buying the $12.99 almond butter. That's all I have to say about that. And let's move to number five, which is perhaps the most obvious, but somehow the one that most people just avoid. 
They just avoid. Okay. Are you working on your relationship with money? This is the thing. So many people do money mindset work and like their mindset around money, but it's like money is this elusive thing out there. But what is your relationship with money itself? I can have a relationship with anything. I can have a relationship with, I mean, my phone. I can have a relationship with my Organifi chocolate gold. I can have a relationship with my boyfriend. I can have a relationship with my computer. Like I can have a relationship with anything. What is your relationship with money? How do you treat it? Are you afraid of it? Are you grateful for it? Do you treat it nicely? Do you take care of it? Do you feel like it's going to be used against you? Do you feel like it's going to betray you? I want you to really think about money and how you might have perceived it's quote unquote treated you or how you feel about it. Like, do you feel safe with it? Do you feel like you can trust it? If you want to date money, right? Let's say you want to marry money. You want to marry money, just like you want to marry anyone else. Say you want to marry someone. Do you act afraid of them? Do you run away from them? Do you not look at them? Do you treat them like shit? Do you accidentally rip up dollar bills? Do you, do you, do you lose them? Do you not pay attention to them the way you might lose, lose money? I want you to think about money like it's a relationship that you really want to cultivate and grow. Become friends with money. Become BFFs. Get ready for marriage, however you want to look at it. But so many people, it's just so interesting to me. People do all types of like money mindset work. How do you feel about it? But it's, it's still, they, t- they talk like money is this far out elusive thing. It's like, no, it's right here. Like I can hold a $20 bill in my hand. And how do you feel about it? How do you feel about the $20 bill? What do you want to say to it? How are you going to treat it? Treat it like a queen, right? Like treat it nicely. The same way you would treat anything that you that you want more of in your life, anything that you really appreciate. You want to tell money that you appreciate it so that it feels welcome, feels ready to support you. It's like the money witch said a, a while back. That was one of my one of my favorite episodes, I just have to say. Right? She was saying, like, imagine money is a cat and you want to call it in. Are you gonna scream at it? No, you're probably gonna scare it away, right? Crouch down, say, here, kitty, kitty, right? Be really nice and loving. Let it come to you. Be welcoming. But so many people are afraid of money. They don't treat it that well. When they do get it, they're not that appreciative. They're actually afraid of it. Can you imagine if you went on a date and you really, really liked somebody and you're like, acting like you're afraid of them and being all weird? And you're just saying, well, I feel like, I feel like you're going to leave. So I just don't want to be nice to you. I mean, that's definitely self-sabotage. So where are you self-sabotaging? with your relationship with money. So explore that. What is your relationship with money? Embrace it, get to know it, talk to it, welcome it in. It's interesting how many people do a lot of the deeper subconscious belief work, but they miss that part. They miss that part quite often. And that's that's a key piece. So hopefully this gave you something to think about. These are all really valuable points go deeper into it, journal about it. Let me know if this illuminated anything for you. I would love to hear. Let me know if you like these money mindset episodes. Leave a comment on a recent Instagram post. Let me know what you think. And if you did like this and you think it would help someone else, take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories and tag me so I can see that you're enjoying the episode and so that I can say thank you. Also, don't forget to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. If you do enjoy the show and you want to show some support, 
and you can be entered into a giveaway to receive a card pull from me if you leave that rating and review, take a screenshot, and then email it to podcast at christinathechannel.com. Pretty simple, and let me tell you, reviews are probably the most important thing for a podcast host. I am not afraid to ask for them because I work really hard on the podcast and try and put out as much fire content to help you as possible. So I do really, really appreciate those, those reviews. All right. That's going to be it for today's episode. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.